0: Hey there roomies, it's Charles here giving you a quick message before the episode actually starts. I'm here in my room, staying safe because we are in a lockdown. So I hope everyone is staying safe out there. This episode features the talented Carly, which was pre-recorded a while ago. In this episode, we talked to Carly a little bit of her involvement in the We Will Rock You Arena Spectacular, which was supposed to hit off this year. Unfortunately, Due to the Sydney and Brisbane lockdowns, it had to be rescheduled, which is an absolute bummer to not only the cast and crew of We Will Rock You, but to every production that has been affected by these lockdowns. So, from everyone here at the Playhouse podcast, we are giving all of our guests that were on our podcasts, our roomies, and all creatives uh, just a massive hug and saying that it will be okay. We love you all, we'll get through this. And yeah, just hoping everyone is staying safe out there. But yeah, much love to everyone. Aroha Nui and here's the episode.
1: The Playhouse and That's Not Kind of Productions acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we are recording this show today and all surrounding areas where we live, learn and work. We also pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging.
0: Hello, roomies, and welcome to 31 of the Playhouse. How is everybody today? You're here to listen to this fabulous podcast episode because we're speaking to Carly Bennington. Now, you may recognize our next guest from either Lynch and Patterson, The Brisbane Bunch, uh, The Wizard of Oz, Arena Spectacular, and so much more. So, Carly Bennington has been taking the theatre world by storm, and we're so, 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 so excited to see what pearls of wisdom she has to share. Let's get right into it because you don't want to listen to me. You want to listen to Carly. Let's go. Welcome to the Playhouse, Carly.
2: Thank you. I'm excited to be here. It's a we're bit of a different... have you.
0: I was going to say, it's a bit of a different atmosphere, or not atmosphere, environment of where we are because we're all in our homes. We
2: love it. 2021, baby.
1: Honestly, <laughs> isn't it just such a like... T- sign of the times we're on zoom can't leave the house tis mm. the season and like 20 years from now there'll be kids who are like the, we would have moved on as a society from laptops and there'll be kids that carry their laptop around and they're like oh I was born in the wrong generation I don't want to I don't want to interact with people via hologram I just want to zoom chat them have you guys ever heard of zoom
0: <laughs> <laughs> take me back take me back okay. <laughs> now Carly so how did you find your way in the performing arts um
2: I When I graduated, I started studying a Bachelor of Music for a few years on and off, and it wasn't quite the right niche for me. I think I just started ushering at QPAC, and I was watching My Fair Lady, Beautiful, and I was like, oh man, these shows are so beautiful, like they're so impactful. And so then I started studying at the Brisbane Academy of Musical Theatre. In Stafford, which I think you've had Tim and Dennett on your
1: podcast. We did. We did yeah. <laughs> a couple months ago.
2: <laughs> They're great. Yeah, and so I started studying there. I just thought, I'm just going to give it a crack and see what happens, and I instantly just fell in love, everything to do with musical theatre. That was the start of my journey.
1: And speaking of the journey, along the way, you've done, well, last year, Wizard of Oz, and then yeah. now We Will Rock You. Like, you were just talking about Tim and Dennett then. You seem to have a pretty good connection with Harvest Rain and also L&P, and p can you talk us through the importance of like building those bonds early on in your career and networking
2: oh yeah I think I just what is so important to me about being creative is just working with people that you love and I count it to be the highest privilege working with Harvest Rain I've started from studying with them to working with them and that's just been such an honor and I don't know there's just something as LMP as well like Sam and Lucas, um, every time I go back and work with them, I'm just so excited because I know that I'm working with people that I love and I care for, and we're going to have a great time on and off stage.
0: Not to say I I love working with new people too, but all these, it's like, oh, this is so exciting. And I think it's a good thing as well, like building relationships and connections with people in the arts, because it makes it like 10 times more fun as well. Oh,
2: absolutely. I have, like, after the last year and a half, I have no interest in being a lone wolf or competing with anyone. It's just such a privilege to get to meet new people and learn and soak up all of their
0: goodness. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and because you've worked with, like, Harvey and uh, Lydia Patterson, it's all very musical theatre driven as well. What, what chose you to do musical theatre in particular?
2: I actually spend a lot of my time auditioning for other work, plays, T V, film. So I'm I'm actually not so concerned with necessarily one form of the art, but something that is so special about musical theatre is is music. It's probably my favorite form of creativity, music, singing. It's so um it's so transcendent I think that's the right word and that's what that's where the real sweets.
1: so did you grow up around a lot of music like were you playing an instrument or singing at a young age as well oh
2: yeah my family oh. is really me- musical my dad is like a crazy guitarist and he's always playing and my older brother is um, a musician and my younger brother writes trailer music and my little sister is in the musical theatre as well. So it's just been, we're all very competitive. So I must say it's probably, <laughs> it was competition growing up. My brother said to me the other day, you know, the only reason I got into music was because I told myself that I could learn to sing better than you. <laughs> 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 and so um, <laughs> here we are.
1: Bit <laughs> <The city> sibling rivalry. <laughs> Yeah, very happy house. Yeah, music's in your blood.
0: I could just like envision creating like a family band that you guys could do.
2: Oh, my
1: mom's always like, "Can you please, like, Mama, (laughs) one day,
0: (laughs) one day, someday."
1: So then, then from that, when you were little, did you envision working in the arts as you grew up? Was it always something that you were like, "That's my job"?
2: I think so. I don't think I've really ever thought too much about like jobs, but I could always see myself. I want to be a painter and a singer and artist and. track star and track star like a runner is that what they call it sure I'm a runner (laughs) (laughs) but yeah my my family my parents have been extremely supportive of whatever me and my siblings have put out as things we want to accomplish so it's uh, it's just just been a, a winding road of different creative pursuits but yeah I can't I can't imagine myself doing anything outside of the creative world
0: well, I was going to say, you do have a bit of like a, um, on your Instagram of your knitting <laughs> situation here. So yes. you, are you able to tell us a bit more about this cheeky little, <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say side job really, because it's essentially it though.
2: It is, oh my gosh, it is my heart's joy. It fills my life with sunshine. <laughs> I have started a side hustle and I just crochet and sew and oh I have a jumper here obviously it's a oh,
1: podcast it. but, oh that's beautiful I'll describe it for the listeners so it's like a, it's like a tan and a cream and they've got like thick stripes oh my god the texture is divine oh. Oh, that looks so cozy <laughs> it
0: looks warm as well it
1: is
2: I just love it making clothes is so exciting
0: how long does oh, it I- only how long does it only take for to do like one of the knitted like, jumpers though is it a bit time consuming in a way my jump ins take a long time. I think I
2: underestimate, but they probably minimum fifteen, maybe twenty hours to make. Whew. But very enjoyable and yeah. worthwhile.
0: Oh wow. Because so I was looking at um, are we able to do a plug in of your of your Instagram? Oh please, I, I should wish? have done that. <laughs> so it's 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 from at Car- from at oh, from, from Carly B. B. <laughs> And I'm like looking through these ones right now. And I love the one that you posted as well. It's the it's the blue one oh. and pink one, red one. Oh that's divine. You. <laughs> do you think it's like important doing like little side jobs aside from like musical theater and performing as well, just to do something like to get your mind off from like constantly performing?
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: I think the best thing for me at least is just making sure that I'm stepping forward in a creative way and learning and expanding my skill set and doesn't have to be musical theatre as long as my brain is active it's beneficial and it's also a healthy thing I think I've done both sides of the the scale of like my whole world is musical theatre 110% and then I've, I've got no joy in this whatsoever and I think now I'm settling into maybe my career i'm like the way that it is sustainable for me is that if there is a good balance and Mm. i'm finding a lot of other inspiration from other avenues as well
1: (laughs) sound very well-rounded like it's not just this one thing that's your entire universe
2: well maybe i'm in my my low point right now who knows (laughs) i think it will it'll go back up again once i'm working um on we all rock you
1: wow well i'm glad you brought that up actually (laughs) We, we wanted to know what is happening rehearsal wise is it like interstate is it online is it happening is it like what's the rehearsal looking like at the moment for We Will Rock You?
2: I think at this stage it's all got it's all as scheduled fingers crossed it stays that way and I I believe we're doing a a week of pre-rehearsal and then we're all getting together for a good three-ish weeks before we open in
1: October. Awesome so what kind of prep can you do at this point like are you just kind of waiting in limbo are you practicing anything
2: right now i need to start learning my script and music the show is is really big (laughs) and i think the next big things is just making sure that my voice and my body is ready to do a big sing and a big show especially on the arena stage. It's pretty hefty.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you brought it up because when you said "by big, I'm like, we have to mention that it's actually an arena tour because they are massive.
2: (laughs) Very good, important point, actually. Yeah, (laughs) everyone that doesn't know the arena shows, um, they're held in huge arenas in Brisbane. It's the Brisbane Entertainment Centre and the theatre space,
0: I think is at least, Probably three basketball courts. Surely. I think so, yeah. It's very big. Do you think? Yeah, because they, they normally do the netball games in there. And there's <laughs> yeah. about two of them. Yeah. It's large. <laughs> but it's like, it's not your first rodeo, though, doing an arena spectacular. You've done the Wizard of Oz as well, haven't you? Yes, I'm so
2: um this sounds a little bit lazy but I'm so excited to be doing an arena show where I'm not on stage hundred percent of the, time. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was so fun but at the end I'm like I need to go have a big nap
1: <laughs> of course well you you were Dorothy for Wizard of Oz so anyone who's into musical theater knows about Wizard of Oz knows how big that show is for Dorothy mm. what a huge undertaking
2: It was, it was. I don't think I appreciated it until it was was over. And I was like, whoa.
0: (laughs) Did you notice a difference between uh, an arena spectacular compared to like a normal stage theatre layout as well in terms of, I know, how do you perform and with your voice and how you have to project and everything?
2: Yeah, definitely. One of of the big things, of course, is just like not having wings. And I always thought, oh, wow, those wings, I see them now as really there's so much support there if anything goes wrong it's just like you're quickly off the stage but other than that I think when we were rehearsing Wizard of Oz the our director Tim O'Connor he was saying a lot like this show is kind of a radio play because people are so far back in the seating that essentially all they can see is the bigger picture and they can hear your voice and so a lot of what we were working on is Exaggerating movement and making sure that the sounds that we're making are really clear and bright and exciting, maybe a little bigger than what you would see
1: in the lyric theatre,
2: which was weird, but it challenged me and it helped me get my confidence up really
1: quickly. Yeah, I can imagine. And and for we will rock you, we've heard a bit of a sneaky rumor that you may have met a certain high profile person with the same initials as me, Brooke Edwards. Be ben me. Elton
2: oh yes tell oh us about God. meeting Ben Elton oh that was so cool I just got it out of the shower that morning and I was like what am I going to do today and I got a text from Tim and he was like do you want to meet Ben Elton tonight <gasps> and I was like um <laughs> yes <laughs> uh so me and the star of the show Kirby Lunn I'm not sure if you know her but she's absolutely sensational we dressed up in our most rocker-cheek outfits and we all went out into the Fortitude Valley and we met him and it was so wonderful just hearing about his experience with writing the show and, and different casts he'd seen and how it's been changing over, um, over the years it's been performed and it just gave so much insight. Pretty cool, like, when do you get yeah. to do that?
0: I was going to say, you did kind of answer the question. It gave, you more, it gave you more insight of a new perspective on it, I would say.
2: Oh, totally. I'm just thinking now like how, what a privilege it would be if every show you ever did, you could just sit down with the, the original writer. Stephen Sondheim, what did you really
1: mean? <laughs> Whoa. Manifest it. It'll happen. <laughs> That's so cool. It's it, And it seems like such a casual, that when, when I heard that you'd met him, I was thinking, oh, it must have been this like formal affair, like whole preparation. And it's just like, oh, hey, do you want to meet him tonight?
2: I know it was last minute, but it was better that way because then it was like, okay, I'm just going to cancel my dance class tonight. And it wasn't a big thing in my brain, but then it it was as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of a turn, but still kind of related to dance classes and learning. What is the secret? Is there something that when you were younger and you were learning and you're going through BAMT that you wish like a a piece of advice, you, you know, now that you wish you had back then to kind of help you on your way?
2: just I, I think something that it was important for me if I'm speaking to my past self is just take the pressure off off everything it's a long process and and results are not going to show like this really quick so commit yourself to lifelong learning and just trust that it's going to be a nice long exciting process as opposed to putting all of your Value and and view of yourself on the moments of success. Like if I book this job, then I've made it. Or if I book this job, everyone's going to think I'm great. It's like you just got to find the joy in every single moment of the work.
1: Speaking of lifelong learning, do you still keep up with any training or classes?
2: This year, I have to admit, I've been I've been slacker than usual. It's mainly been on online at the moment, but generally and especially pre COVID just a lot of dancing and singing and auditioning is a huge part of keeping
1: <laughs> it has been really hard i hate online dance classes i tried one it's not for me i, I don't really have the um like i don't have a dance studio in my house I don't have the space for it my room's kind of <laughs> not the right spot um it's hard it's it's been hard to be a creative in this last year and a bit
2: it is hard it's hard to get real it's hard to find the money to mm.
1: you're
2: not if you're if like work has been impacted so much for creative people um so it's such a privilege to be like oh wow i can i can afford to train that's so exciting
1: mm. so there's
2: definitely times where it's like you know i'm gonna have to take a youtube class today
0: mm. and
2: we'll, we'll get there we'll get back into the studio
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a crazy way to adjust being online and doing YouTube classes and being on Zoom and that because it's not, it's not what we're normally used to doing. You're normally used to being in a room or like a rehearsal space or mm-hmm. in a black box or a dance studio and that. So it's just having to adjust to it. And even though it's been like over a year and that, we it's still hard. Even though we know how to adjust to it, it's just not what we're used to doing.
2: I think it's not what we love about these things singing and acting and playing and stuff it's just like not that good when you're by yourself mm-hmm. I mean sometimes it can be but there's nothing like being in a studio with other people
0: Hopefully, we'll be over soon and we can go out and be free
2: yeah I know.
1: <laughs> but it's just been so touch and go too so even like I feel like there was so much certainty for the last few months we're like yeah Queensland Queenslanders helping Queenslanders we're doing a great job Queensland go Queensland and then out of nowhere
2: a nice practice in patience and letting go
1: well at the end of every interview we ask the same question now you are a brizzy gal but you've also been over the rainbow oh so there we go had to chuck that in there we want to know where do you call home some people have answered it with a specific place some people it's a it's a you know a spot in a certain theater or, or a certain thing in general so where do you call home
2: Oh, my home is just with my family.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I love them all. And I've moved out of home this year, so I'm living by myself or with a housemate. Ooh. So, oh, I <laughs> I find myself just thinking, oh, I just like family dinner and I can't wait to go back.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And also before we head off as well, where do where do the listeners want to keep up with your socials and your fabulous creative practice uh-huh. and
2: Okay, if you want to be friends with me, I have an Instagram. It's Carly Bettinson, Or if you want to see um, the crazy things that I've been crocheting and sewing, it's from Carly B on Instagram. And otherwise, come see our fabulous rocking show with uh, hundreds of young performers in our mass ensemble. We will rock you at the arena show.
0: It's arena spectacular, though.
2: Spectacular. I was (laughs) like, I can't remember what the word is.
0: Arena performance?
2: (laughs) Arena spectacular? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for knowing what the show's (laughs)
1: called. It's my (laughs) honour. Oh, well, thanks so much for being here, Carly. We wish you all of the chookers for the run. Thank you so
2: much. It was so exciting to be here with you both.
1: Thank you. Thank you,
2: Carly. (laughs)
0: For more behind-the-scenes info on this Queen extravaganza, make sure you head up to Scene 15, where we actually chatted to Harvest Rain's CEO and the musical director of the show, Tim O'Connor and Dennett Hudson, which is pretty groovy and a lovely bunch they are as well. Speaking of roomies, now speaking of roomies from former episodes Doing Cool Things, our next Playhouse pick is being directed and starring our Scene 5 roomie, Thomas Armstrong Robley now for our Ipswichian listeners and I think Brooke and I did mention Ippies but Ipswich Musical Theatre's next show is the classic of Pirates of Penzance now it sails through Ipswich from the 10th to the 19th of September which is pretty cool and we're gonna keep going on a train here with all these name droppings of all of our fabulous roomies here since 26 yeah you heard that scene 26 roomie Sophie Solvencini, who's playing Maria at QPAC's West Side Story, got her start at Ipswich Musical Theatre, which is pretty cool. So all these like connections with all these roomies, they're all lining up, which is pretty cool. Now, calling all young people living on the border. Our final pick for you youthful roomies is a chance for you to show off your own performance skills as Tweed Theatre Company are holding auditions for their youth variety showcase. It is an opportunity for individual or group acts even to display their artistic talents in song, dance, drama, instrumental, or just whatever tickles your fancy, really. Now, if this is sparking those creative juices, then head over to Tweed Theatre Company's website for more details. Auditions are held on the 29th of August. And always, I say it all the time, if you want to catch up on our cheeky socials and everything, go to at Pod on Instagram or the Playhouse Podcast on Facebook. Just the usual, just the usual there. And we're wrapping up, which is so upsetting though. I hate it when we wrap up and I'm like, no, I want to keep talking about the podcast and everything. This is all fabulous and talking to fabulous guests. But honestly, it's been an absolute joy having Carly coming in and even any guests really coming in on their spare time and talking to us it's a real joy but what I can take away from Carly's fabulous interview is just her passion in the arts it's just amazing and also her little side hustle as well and I'm actually going to contact her about that Carly if you're listening got the little deets and messages happening here that amazing what um, her side hustle is and knitting and everything and you don't have to be fully reliant in the arts and everything to showcase your talent and if it's anything outside the arts as well it's all too fabulous and we cannot wait for her fabulous show in the arena spectacular of we will rock you that is all from me today and hopefully we'll be back in the studio with Brooke by my side (laughs) but yeah we're going to wrap it up and say goodbye and it's been an absolute joy and we'll see you next time bye Ruby and see you that's not kind of productions podcast what happens
1: when you put three of brisbane's most talented musicians together to create a playlist you get the new podcast shuffology
0: join your three favorite shuffologists on a journey through time space shuffology and playlist creation every sunday on spotify apple Podcasts, and everywhere where a podcast is available playlists are available on spotify after the show